Hey everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Mike. And I'm Marty. And this is Two Guys, A League, and Some Guests. Let's get it started. Well, hi there, folks, and welcome to an interesting episode of Two Glag, episode 27, I believe, something like that. Yeah, there it is, episode 27. Um, and uh, as you will notice real quick, um, this is going to be an interesting episode. Uh, Mike is MIA, as it turns out, um, because he's decided that he no longer wants to talk about hockey, and he's gone and jumped ship into a broom ball podcast. So you can catch that one. No, I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, no intentions to affect the football community, but really Mike is, um, he's MIA because he got hit pretty hard uh, with that storm. If you don't know, folks for you uh, who are listening other parts of even other parts of Canada, uh, but around the world, um, Ottawa, if you, you know, do a quick Google search, we were hit pretty hard recently with a really, really nasty storm. In fact, a tornado touched down and several areas are still without power. I believe he's on day four uh, and it's looking like a couple more days. So right now, Mike um, just can't do anything, you know, technologically. Uh, not that he really could anyways. No, just kidding, Mike. Um, but uh, he'll be coming back soon. Uh, definitely for next week, I would imagine. Um, but if you'll just hang in with me, I do have a very special guest that will join the show a little bit later on. But um, I do need to get through just the first little bit uh, solo, so uh, hang tight, and uh, I will do that right now. The uh, So the first place we always stop is uh, Check by Fanny, the uh, playoff bracket edition. <clears throat> and yeah, so <laughs> Mike and I kind of uh, swing and a miss for, for Mike and I, uh, picking Florida to win it all, uh, whereas everybody else in our bracket uh, did the right thing, picked um, Colorado, and not just that, um, you know, like Nick A., buddy, you're in top. Uh, you're, and they, he even picked Tampa Bay um, uh, to beat Florida. So that's not only did they pick Colorado, who's still in it to win it all, uh, but they also picked Tampa Bay. So things are looking good for you. Um, and I believe uh, Adam as well. Good job, Adam. Mr. Kamish, still very much in it. And uh, off the bench with Beaks, yours, I mean, you're, you're, in, you're in last, but I would imagine uh, our two lag and even my own personal one, we will be taking over sole possession of last very soon because, again, we picked Florida to win the Cup. And at least off bench with Beaks, you guys still have Colorado. So you guys are still very much in it. Um, and, and actually, if you look at the leaderboards too, Nick, I don't know if you're following this at all, but you've got uh, right now you have a total of 93 points, I believe it is. and the, Or 91, sorry. And the, uh, the overall for the league, uh, let's have a look here. Uh, it is 126. So you're, I mean, you're, you're not that far off, bud. Like you're, you're doing some pretty good work in there, but, uh, yeah, definitely, um, definitely the, for the, for the number one and the number two places, uh, in our CFHL, Mike and I, we are not as good at prognosticating as we thought we were. <laughs> Um, okay, so now we're going to just go ahead and jump right into the uh, around the board. So I'm going to start with the first uh, The first place I'm going to stop is Carolina versus New York Rangers. So right now, Carolina leading 2-1. But don't worry, Ranger fans. Uh, this one is far from over. And as I predicted, uh, Shesterkin has shown up. And it's honestly, it's just a matter of time for these Rangers to figure out the, the Carolina smothering 
system that they got going on right now. But uh, but for a second, I just want to go back to Shesterkin because dude has been putting up godlike numbers. Really, he's he's at a nine fifty one save percentage. It's similar to Oninger's numbers in the first round against um, uh, Calgary. Uh, and then a, a 132 goals against. Like I mean, it's just absolute dominance, and that's exactly what New York uh, really needs from him right now because they're a little bit um, stagnant on the offensive side, if I can say that. Like I still believe the series will go the distance, so there's <clears throat> there's still time for you know like, players like like Panarin and, and Strom and Lafreniere. Uh, Lafreniere, La, why well, can't pronounce his name? Lafreniere. Um, if I'm being honest, those guys really need to pick it up. Like those, those are the ones that really need to kind of sort it out. Kreider uh, is doing his thing; he's leading the team in goals. Savannah Jed is leading the team in points. So those guys are doing what they're supposed to be doing. Even Fox is chipping in as well. But the rest of them really need to figure this out. And honestly, it's—I'm not going to say that it's a—it's uh, something that the Rangers can easily figure out because Carolina has been doing this to teams all season long. That's. Part of the reason why they're such a great team is that they're able to figure out their 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 opponents and, and do what's needed to be done. But no, none of these games have really gone crazy. Like no one scored out of whack here. Um, things have been pretty close. Uh, so there's while there's not a lot of room for error from either team, really, there's definitely room for you know, just a couple more goals for, for the Rangers per game, and they should be right back in this series. And again, they're not out of it. It's just 2-1. So if we're thinking that this is going to go the distance, going to go seven games, um, I mean, in, that means in theory that everything's fine. Like you're, You can't go seven games by winning all the games. You're going to have to lose some games. So I do still think that there's a place for the Rangers right now. I, honestly, in my heart, I want the Rangers to win. But I'm, I wouldn't be terribly upset because Carolina has done something this year that I don't know. I, I didn't necessarily see coming. I, I've really fallen for this Carolina team. There's a lot of players on this team, and I love the fact that Rob Brindamore's there. I, I mean, I grew up watching him, and he was always a, a special player to me. So watching him do well as a coach is, is a great thing. It, uh, so it, it's very entertaining. Uh, you know, my heart goes out to them as much as it goes out to all the other teams, except for Edmonton. Edmonton, obviously, <laughs> Edmonton owns a vast majority of my heart. God, that just sounds way too romantic. But it is. That's just the way it is, right? I mean, all all hockey fans get a little romantic uh, about their teams. And for me, it's Edmonton. But anyways, so hang in there, Ranger fans. I, I do still think uh, there's there's. It's just it's a really entertaining series. Just expect it to be hard uh, fought, um, and it, it already has been. It's just going to keep going that way. So hang in there. So now next up is St. Louis and Colorado. Now this was this one. This one's a tough one, and I, I feel for you guys, St. Louis. And, um, but I guess you know, you know, elephant in the room. I guess I kind of have to talk about this, and and but I, I'm only going to address this once because I, I don't believe in acknowledging it too much. But acknowledging stupidity too much, I feel it kind of feeds it a little bit. So I'm just going to say this, and I'm and I'm going to move on to the hockey aspect of things. But honestly, you 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 people who you know you suppose that hockey fans, and you're not, by the way. You know, you're if you you're the ones who are going out there and, and doing what you're doing to Kadri and his family. Uh, you're you're not hockey fans. You think you are. You're like, oh, I'm standing up for my Blues, and I'm like, you're not. Bennington doesn't want you. Trust me, he doesn't. He wants you to leave. He doesn't want you to uh, be these. He doesn't need these kinds of people cheering on the Blues, and quite frankly, nobody does to to show your racist colors uh, during a sport that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, at any point, if you're a racist, you're a piece of shit. That's just the bottom line. But in hockey, there's no room for this. 
Um, you know, you can have the argument all day long about, well, Bennington threw the water bottle or he didn't or Kadri Kondry, shouldn't have done that. And, and you know, now he knocked it, knocked out Bennington and now you know they're going to win and that would be the reason. Like, all of, we can have that discussion. That's completely fine. But what you people are doing behind the scenes, you know, on, on all the social media and that kind of stuff and the words you guys are using and the, and the stuff you guys are putting out there. Um, hockey doesn't need you, or quite frankly, the world doesn't need you, but you know, do us all a favor and get out of hockey because uh, we don't need it, okay? But like I said, that's the only time I'm going to mention this. So I'm going to move on past that, okay? So, um, so yeah, it's it's really disappointing, <laughs> like after saying all that. I, 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 it's surprising because I really feel like Bennington had actually found it. And I going into the series, I think you guys all remember from the last episodes, I was saying, you know, did he figure it out? And Mike and I both say, you know, Huso's better equipped for, for, for playing against Colorado. And really, Bennington was showing us up. He was showing that, no, he had actually figured it out. And what a great time to figure it out. I mean, right, in, right in the middle of round two, or right at the beginning of round two. Uh, or no, no, actually, it's true. Sorry, he came in in round one, had figured it out then, and it carried over in round two. So the question mark was, you know, when he figured it out in round one, was that a fluke? Was he going to be able to carry it to Colorado? Because Colorado's such a different team. It really looked like he was going to take them further. Now, when he went down, my initial thought was, okay, yeah, sure, Huso struggled a little bit um, in the playoffs, and then they handed it over to Bennington, and he's been, you know, Bennington has taken it the rest of the way. I still felt like Huso could step in, and the way he's done it, uh, the way he did it basically all season long, where he stepped in and basically saved the season for St. Louis. So I felt like, oh, if he did it once, he can definitely do it again. Yes, it's the playoffs. You know, the playoffs are... A different breed and all that kind of stuff but still i felt like he could do it um but as it turns out it it really doesn't look like he's going to be able to do it like uh, and there's still time you know like there's the the series is not over there's still room it's i know it's 3-1 and this colorado team you know i have a feeling this colorado team knows exactly how to close out a series without stumbling on their own feet um so i do think but being honest, I do see that at the writings on the wall. I think that's what's going to happen. And then St. Louis fans are going to turn around and, oh my gosh, we're going to hear about this for a while. Or, you know, if only we had Bennington. And, and yeah, that's, you know, it's probably true. You know, there, there could be some, some truth to that for sure. But, you know, the, the mark of a great team also is, is being able to put up with this kind of adversary, you know, injuries and that kind of stuff. But it's really hard to... It's it's very difficult to like imagine this happening to any other goalie, you know. With a with a forward or a defenseman, it's it's a little bit different. You can you can kind of plug somebody else in and and sort of reshape the the system a little bit, so you're not really too, losing too much of of, uh, of a step on the other team. But when you lose a goalie, especially a hawk goalie like Biddington, that's a it's a very difficult thing to overcome. So I, I'll I'll concede that point to St. Louis for sure. Um, but don't take, don't think this takes something away from Colorado because it doesn't. Colorado is an absolutely dominant team and they did it in the first round. They're going to do it in this round I, to, to talk about the, yeah, but what if, what if, what if, yeah, we can do that to a blue in the face. We're not going to do that. Um, but what I am going to say is the fact of the matter is I, I do think the, the St. Louis still has a chance who so could <clears throat> become the same player that he was in the regular season, you know, out of, out of the blue. He did have one shutout already in the first round. So who knows who which Huso shows up. And maybe St. Louis figures out a different system and then this this series becomes a lot tighter. And maybe, uh, maybe it goes to seven. Who knows? 
but with the writing being on the wall, Colorado and the way they are, and, and you know, with Kadri and Landeskog uh, and McCarr all playing really good. And I just named three players that, you know, they're, without even mentioning the Kinnan or Rantanen, uh, there's still, you know, Taze. Uh, Gerard's got that sternum injury. Could you imagine having breaking your sternum? Like, I think my father at one point told me that uh, he was close, like he's lucky to still be alive. Like when you break your sternum, it could be uh, pretty severe. Like you can puncture a lung and that kind of stuff. So, or even your heart. I don't know. Anyways, uh, but what I'm getting at is this Colorado team's got so much depth that like, even with Bennington and Nets, everybody was still projecting Colorado was going to win, right? So yeah, you can talk about, you know, losing Bennington until you're blue in the face again, but I still think this was Colorado series to lose. So you know, let's just let's just take a step back and, and remember that a little bit. But um, yeah, I'm gonna project. I'm gonna project project or predict the next game. Uh, Colorado wins and series is out four one. It is what it is. So, anyways, sorry guys, <laughs> sorry St. Louis fans. I, I do think that's where where we go with that. But uh, okay, so I'll leave that one there. Um, all right. So next up is Tampa versus Florida. It was it. <sighs> So this is this is okay. This is a tough one. A sweep. A, Tampa sweeps Florida in four. So looks like the vast majority of folks out there in the same, basically in the same boat as Mike and I. When we last spoke, there was a series that was just starting, and now it's already over. So what a freaking shock this one is. I can accept that Florida losing to the Volts. I can't. I, re- I honestly, I really can't. But getting swept—that simply doesn't make any sense to me. Like Bobrovsky didn't even play bad. He played pretty well, and on most nights. He was, and even like on the nights where he wasn't so great, there was still nothing really there. Like it, I don't, I can't turn around and say this was Bobrovsky's fault. This was really not his fault. Uh, even on the last game, where technically speaking, there were f- there were uh, three goals that he let in. Those other two, you know, the one with the hand, and the other one that hit the net. Um, you know, Bobrovsky didn't look the greatest, but still, with this Florida team and the way they've scored this year. Even with three goals, Florida should still be in it at the very least. Not with the big goose egg like that. Now, I'll talk about Vasilevsky in a second. But what I'm talking about is this Florida team, this potent Florida team. You know, the depth they had to carry them throughout the season, eventually getting the President's Trophy, all that kind of stuff. Like, this is a really, really, really good team. So what I'm having a hard time decide, though, is did Florida beat themselves? Or is it the Bolts going into championship mode? And, and that's kind of my tendency there. I want to lean towards that one. The Bolts are very clearly in championship mode. But the, I do think that's a little bit of Florida beating themselves. I didn't see adjustment, adjustments being made by Florida. And if there were they were if there were adjustments, it didn't look like it made any sense to them. They look confused. They look not cohesive as they have in the past. Um, some, I think it was Andrew Berkshire actually even said how bad was Washington for them to lose to Florida. And I mean, maybe, maybe there's something there. Maybe Florida just never was able to really figure out their playoff mode. Um, and, and I think that's really what happened. Mike and I talked about it before. There's a killer instinct that comes in that is, uh, that is crucial. Like, you know, Toronto didn't have that. You know, when it came down to it, they lost because they didn't have that killer instinct. Maybe that's what Florida, that's, maybe that's the main reason why Florida lost. They, they didn't have that killer instinct. But if I'm being real about this, there's the Florida aspect, which I'll say maybe covers, we'll say 30%. I feel like I'm being potentially a little bit generous with that 30%, but I'm going to land there anyways. Then there's 70% of this is just Tampa Bay in championship mode. And someone had mentioned on Twitter that, 
you know, you can thank the Toronto Maple Leafs for putting Tampa in championship mode because that's basically what it looks like has happened. And here we go with Vasilevsky. Now, with Vasilevsky shutting shutting the door on Florida, uh, you know, having these shutouts and just the stellar performance, like, you know, in the first round, I think his save percentage was like 893, something like that. And now in the second round against um, Florida, it was, I think, 950-something. Like, he, the whole team has gone to championship mode, but he himself has gone into godlike mode, which, I, you know, we probably shouldn't be surprised. It is Vasilevsky, after all. Um, this is basically his MO. This is kind of the stuff that he does, right? Like, Vasilevsky is, is a world-renowned goalie for a very good reason. And I, I picked on him a little bit during the regular season, saying that, you know, it wasn't as... I, I was always very clear, though, to say, as seasons go for a player like Vasilevsky, this was not necessarily his best. And it, and it isn't. And, and I, I do believe everyone would agree with that. It's a fair assessment. But now that we're into this playoffs, and even the first round, I carried that sentiment over. But now that we're into round two, or they're in round three now, and they swept Florida, the President's Trophy winning team, Florida. Vasilevsky looks as good as he's ever looked. I, I'm struggling to see how this doesn't end up Tampa versus Colorado. And I'm struggling not to lean towards Tampa. I still think Colorado has that killer instinct, has that moxie, has the talent, has everything that Florida had in the regular season, plus a playoff performance to back it up because Colorado has done very well in the first and second rounds. So I think this is like, take as great, take as take a team like Florida and as good as they were uh, before the playoffs, that was still Colorado. Now take that same team and keep that same team in the playoffs. That is Colorado. So when it comes down to it, I do think it's Colorado versus Tampa Bay. And to pick that winner, I mean, trust me, you know, I, trust me, Beaks boys, I want to pick your Colorado team. And I really, really do think they have as good a chance as Tampa Bay does. A part of me wants to give, um, a, not, not a favor, but a part of me wants to lean towards Tampa because they've done it. They're the champs. Uh, you know, you want to get this cup. You've got to go through them. And right now, Tampa seems to be getting better. Well, they have. They've gotten better every round, right? The first round went to seven games. Second round, they sweep the President's Trophy winners. Like, it'll be interesting to see the third round and how they perform in the third round. But I don't, I ultimately don't think they're going to struggle. I do think they're going to, obviously, they're going to pull it out. It'll be, everything will be fine for Tampa and then they'll face Colorado in the end. So, you know, let's all hope for that because I do think that'll be one of the best series out there uh, and probably one of the best series we had seen in a really long time. But, Anyways, we'll 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 have to wait to get there. But for now, Tampa is sweeping Florida. I mean, I don't know, guys. Did you re did anybody really see this coming? And be interesting to know if anybody saw Tampa sweeping Florida in four. I I just I really doubt that. But anyways, so now it's time for me to bring out my special guest. Uh, and my special guest is my son, Lennon. So let me go get him, and I'll be uh, right back. All right, and here we are. So is my son, Lennon. Say hi, Lennon. Hi. So, were you listening to me in your bedroom? Yes. Yeah, you were listening. Am I at all entertaining to you? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Fun, yeah. Do you just sit there and you laugh like, oh, dad thinks he's cool? 
He's not really cool. No. <laughs> okay. Um, so the reason why I want to bring out Lennon uh, is because Lennon has started watching more hockey, more hockey with me. By the way, he's nine years old. Um, and so this year, for whatever reason, he decided to, you know, maybe it's because he likes spending time with me. So we've watched quite a few hockey games together this year. Uh, not full games, because, I mean, you know, it, you know, games can get pretty long sometimes. But uh, definitely the, the Toronto series versus Tampa Bay. You and I watched that together, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So how did you think that one went? We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. The Toronto and Tampa series. How did you think about that? Well, I th just thought that um, Toronto was... I thought... So when I started watching the game, I had a feeling that Toronto was going to pick up and go to the like, and start getting way more points um, than Tampa. Okay. So Tampa started, not started, they had, they had two. No. Oh, okay. And, they, and Toronto had one. This is the last was, game, the game where we saw, yes, where we saw our friends. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, um, I, and there was still like, um, I don't know, like 10 minutes left on the clock. Okay. I was, I was very like. You were angry. I was angry. I was very angry. I was yelling during yeah. the uh, the. I almost let you swear actually at one point. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. And um, so yeah, this is the third period. I think there was somewhere around. I want to say there was somewhere around a minute left where no, it was, it was maybe about two minutes. And Toronto just kept dumping the puck, and I was getting angry because like, stop dumping the puck. You got to carry it in, and then you know you got to get some yeah. shots on that. So. I was like, I was like, at the ten minute, I was like, okay, they can still do this. And then when I just saw one minute, I'm like, oh well, they're like screwed now. Sudden, they're yeah. screwed now. <laughs> yeah. Well, like Tampa's. And then yeah, like Tampa has really picked it up. Well, yeah, I don't know if you know this, but so in the second round, so that was the first round played against Toronto, but in the second round, and I just finished talking about it, Tampa ended up playing against Florida. So they're both in the same, yeah, they're both in the same state. There's two teams there. But Florida was actually the best team in the regular season. They're, they they got what's known as the President's Trophy. So they had the most points of any other team in the league. And you know what happened? What? Tampa beat them four games in a row. So four games to none. Florida didn't win one single game. At least Toronto won three games. And I went to seven yeah. games. But yeah. Florida couldn't even win one game. So Tampa, a lot of people are saying Tampa went into championship mode yeah. after beating Toronto, which which makes sense. So you know what, Toronto? As a fan, you know you're welcome, Tampa. You know that's, that's good yeah. So, but when as it as it comes to so okay, let me ask you something. Lennon. You've been watching a little bit of hockey with me. Who's yeah. my favorite team? Your favorite team is the Oilers. There you go. Okay, Edmonton. that's right. So Edmonton Oilers, and I've got I kind of have a favorite player. Who's my favorite player? It's uh, is it Leon Dreisaitl? It, it's usually a tie, but no, it's it's Connor it's, McDavid. It's Connor McDavid. Yeah, it's it's yeah. versus. But we that. like Leon Dreisaitl. We've got that yes. hockey card. That, yeah, I have it in my room. Yeah, Manonchu, I gave that to you. Yep. Right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Actually, no, it was Sydney. Oh, it was Sydney. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Hi, Sydney. All right. <laughs> so, um, so what I wanted to do, which I thought would be kind of cool, because the problem with the Edmonton games is that they're usually pretty late. Yeah. I mean, they're yeah. late, late even for me. They use the start time is usually around 10 p.m. Exactly. So because they play in the West Coast, so different time zone over there. But um, so what I usually do is I end up watching the highlights. And the last game, which was a very good game, Connor McDavid had a couple of really really nice goals. Yeah. Um, we're gonna. I wanted to. I thought it'd be fun if you and I sat down. We watch the highlights and we talk about the highlights as they're being played. Yeah. Does that sound all right to that, you? That sounds okay, fun. Okay. All right. So we'll do that right now. It's pretty right. good. So I got it uh, queued up here. So this is a very special show right now. Having a special guest that's not really like old and older and like has more experience with hockey. It's just like I just know a little bit of hockey, not all, not yeah. a lot. Just I know some. Well, right, you have fun with it. Yeah. I think I think you really appreciate the the fun aspects of hockey, which is honestly a lot of us need to sort of uh, we need to get touch, we need uh, rekindle that touch. 
yeah. for a lot of us. We just, some, some of us take it maybe a little bit too seriously for too long. You know, every once in a while, watch a game with a kid. It'll remind you of why you really like the game. So, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what we're doing right now. All like, right. Hockey is the, like, when you told me that you really were really into hockey and you wanted to start a podcast, mm-hmm. that made me feel like, well, I want to learn hockey. I want to know. Aw, that's good. I, I was like, I want to, like, I want to start learning more about hockey and start being interested you know, in hockey. Interested. So, you, so yeah, so yeah, you can like keep up hobbies. with that. Yeah, so the hobby with your dad, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of cool. All right, so let's watch this the, the highlights. All right, and uh, and we'll talk about it and uh, we'll go through it. All right. All right. Let's watch. All this. right, first period. All right, so this. Yes, right. yeah, so that's dry side. taking the face off. This Kachuk. That's yep. pain. All I know. Right. I know that was dry side on. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Of course I not. saw. Of course not. Well, yeah, I saw. His- I saw his number. Oh, 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 he saw his number. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, oh. Yeah. So it's Mike Smith. He's just playing the, the puck around the net there. Oh, there goes right side. Oh, yeah. McDavid's in. So, oh, there he is. 97. 97. Oh, wait, oh. the post. Oh, yeah. See, look at like David dancing there. Like, oh, he just controls yeah. the play and the puck so well. Ah. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. That's close. Oh, second nothing. Period. Yeah, nothing else happened. Second in the first, period. The first period was apparently pretty boring. Already in the second right, period. Oh, second. look at that pass. Oh, what oh, a pass. Oh, yeah. Nice. What a pass. Hyman. His name is Hyman. Oh, that was a really good the pass. The irony though. is that. Yeah, I know. And that's McDavid for you. Oh. McDavid started the first pass and then dry sidled the second pass to Hyman. My look at goodness. this. That's McDavid. Look at that. Look at this first pass. Yeah, Boom. Look at that pass. Little touch pass. Oh, he baby. literally went under to that guy's leg. Isn't that awesome? Oh my god. Look at that. Look at that. And then that goalie. That goalie just went. Yeah, he was he's completely fooled. He was like no chance. And then Yeah. He just goes through the post and it goes, Wee! Alright, so now alright, Calgary is in the rush now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh. Yes, yes. Andrew Kane picked it off. Oh, oh, baby. What a pass. <laughs> was that McDavid or that was, was that dry That was dry sidled. That was dry sidled. Okay. Jeez. Look at all those. Okay, watch this. Watch this play. So he's going to see bad pass. Aaron pass, and they're doing a line change. So yeah, there's dry sidled. See, dry sidled waited for him to commit. <laughs> Beautiful play. Beautiful. Look at that. Toe drag came too. Oh, that was, what a finish by Kane. What a Kane. duo. What a duo. Very nice. That's what I'm saying oh. too. I know. I think Kane, great addition. I didn't so much believe it at first, but Kane coming over at the midseason, great pickup. And he right. didn't even hit it on the right side. All right. So now, oh, okay, another breakaway for Edmonton. Oh, that was They were still stadium. announcing the second goal when he got that third one. This is your second Watch this period. Move, Watch second this move. period. Watch what McDavid does here. See that? Look at that. <gasps> Between the legs at the blue line. He's just like, oh, Ooh. what a pass that came to finish and it off. And the slow mo made it so yeah. good. <laughs> it's a nice My goodness. Oh, Kane. Kane. All right. So we're still in the second. Nine and, and a half left. Oh, breakaway of Calgary. Oh, Smith. Oh, oh, Kachuk. oh yes. Smith. What? Yes. He just robbed him there, too, at the end. Mike Smith. Good job. See, one save there. Goes to throw no. it away. Catches it with the glove, though, what eh? Goal. Yeah, that was that a nice was save. That was so close. Look at that. Ooh. Look at that. Oh, my God. Man, that was tight. 
Look at look oh, at another break. Wait. Oh, hit. what a pass! Oh, oh my God! So Kane three, got the hat trick. Edmonton. So three goals. I don't know if I told you this before, but three goals is known as a hat trick, and you toss four your hat. Edmonton. Yeah, four nothing. Still in the second. Four nothing. See now people are starting to throw their hats down. Second period. Yeah. Second period. Not McDavid. even in third. Oh, McDavid. Oh my God! They call him McJesus sometimes. Makes sense. Oh my God, look at look that at is. Just, look at that pass. Look at, look oh, at, it's baby. like he wasn't even trying. He's just yeah. like. Yeah. Well, it's what it looks like for McDavid. When you're the best in the world, that's what it looks like. Like you're not even trying. Oh, look at that beautiful oh saucer pass. Oh my God. Oh. Not quite top shelf, but it counts, Kane. Third Good period. Job, okay. Third period. Third period. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Oh, Calgary's got a power play in this third period. Okay. Okay. Oh. 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 Good save. Good save, Smith. That's, that's yeah. All right, tossing it down. Still in Edmonton zone, Calgary. Ah. Okay. Oh, 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 careful. Oh. Jeez. I'm sorry. Gonna <laughs> fall off the chair. So oh, good save by Mike Smith. This is you know, just... there's another game tonight, right? They're playing tonight, okay, but again, it starts super like... late. So. Oh, my God. Oilers are one of the best teams like, oh, yeah. I've seen so far. Like, oh, go, man. God. Oh, what a oh, pass. My... Oh. That, that, is... that would have been good. That would have yeah, been good. Yeah, better shot. Maybe that would have gone. Oh. That was Hyman there. Doing the best he could. Ooh, Ooh, that, Edmonton should do. So right now Edmonton's up two games to one. It's a best of seven series. Yeah. First one to four games wins the wins the series. They move on to the next one. So right now it's three games in. They're still in. They're so they're still in Edmonton. So what does Edmonton do tonight? What do you think? Predictions. Oh uh, okay. I think I think they're gonna get, get at least maybe maybe five points. That's what five that's goals? what I'm hoping. You're, you're saying five I'm goals. Five. Oh boy. Or maybe maybe okay. I'm I'm hoping. It's probably going to be around three or five. Three or five. Between three and five. That's, okay, that's so we'll say four. We'll so say Edmonton four. scores we'll four. four. What is Cal how many how many does Calgary score? Uh two. 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 So it's gonna be a four-two yeah. game. Four two. Well, that's a pretty good game, actually. I know. Yeah. Okay, so how many points for McDavid? Does he score any goals? I think he's gonna score like at least actually he might score three. He might score. So he'll three score of them. he'll get a hat trick. He'll score yeah. three goals. He is one of the best players. Yeah, that's so. true. That's true. And what about Dry Like he gets uh, there's only one goal left if McDavid scored scored the three. I, but there's assists, right? If you yeah. if you pass, if you help your guy out, that's you get an assist. assist yeah. yeah. So how many points does uh, Dry get? Points. He could still go he could still get the other goal, and then there's three other goals that he could assist on. I think he could I think he could assist on two of them. Two of them? Okay. And then I think he could get the one goal. He'll get the other goal. So yeah. it'll be McDavid and Drysaddle show tonight. Folks. Yes, so, that, that will be the show. All right. So you heard it here, folks. Lennon is predicting quite the game for the Leon and McDavid show. Three goals. Hattie, a nice little Hattie for McDavid. 
Yes. And uh, yes. and three points for Drysidel. So there you go. And uh, you can you know you can bank on that. Lennon's never been wrong. Technically speaking, he's never been right either. This is his first prediction, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Anyways, okay. Well, do you want to? I've got one more segment left, bud. Do you want to stick around for? No, it? I just want to. All right, so it's I just my. I want to have fun with it. All right, so it's my beauties and the beast. So, and I actually didn't necessarily pick three players per se. I'm going to read off, and you, you tell me if you agree with me or not. Okay. So at this rate, it's McDavid, Kane, and uh, Kucherov that you need to keep on your on your team. And in fact, you can might, might as well throw in Drysaddle on there too. Yeah. But if you're if you want to, McDavid, Kane, and Kucherov is uh, that's the show right now. And if you need a goalie, you go with Vasilevsky and Kumper. Um, so that's it. That's that's the whole list. Those are the players that you need to keep on your team, or if you can't, the players that play around them. So think Drysaddle, Hyman, who's honestly Hyman's been playing. Awesome Hyman in the has season. been playing. Good. He, yes, and the irony of the, yes. for Hyman is I used to play for Toronto, and Toronto could have really used him this year. So. Like. He's like, a good player. Yeah, Maple Leafs have been they've <laughs> been doing a great job the last few years, but they kind of kind of pick it up because they're kind of going. Well, they need to get past the first round. Uh, That's the biggest issue. Exactly. <laughs> they can't even get past the first period. Uh, first round. First round. First round. Um, okay, so but if you you know if you can't pick up those guys, and there's also in Tampa, you can look at Hedman, Stammer, Palat, and even Colton and the Ageless Wonder Perry. So they've all been sort of chipping in, and it looks like those are the team. Those are the players to build around. But then. Aside from Edmonton and Tampa, you can always throw in a couple of Avalanche players. So just you know, for good measure, your team could have let's say Makar, Kadri, Landeskog, and then again, like I think I mentioned it before, those are those aren't even the big names uh, like Nathan McKinnon or Mika Rantanen. Yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, so you so just for the heck of it, Lennon, because you know at the beginning of the show I went through my bracket and I kind of made my projection projections a little bit. I was wrong. I had picked Florida to win the whole thing. Do you see? I'm just going to ask you a simple enough question. Like maybe a couple little questions okay. here. Do you see? Ed, do you think Edmonton makes it past Calgary? So that means Edmonton will be going to the third round. Yes, that's okay. That's a complete yes because I don't know Calgary is okay. So that means at one point it'd be Edmonton versus Colorado. Yeah, and it'd be Tampa um, versus why can't I think of the other team right now? Uh, Tampa and let's say well either Carolina or the Rangers. So never mind the East. Well, do you think Edmonton can beat Colorado? It's it's like a it's kind of hard. I That's think, a hard one. Yeah. I think it could be Colorado, mm -hmm. but there's just a side that to me that or Oilers. It might be like a tie for me. I don't know. I agree. I do think if if Edmonton is lucky enough to get past Colorado or a, a Calgary, I think they get enough energy from that win, and that it'll very at the very least will be a competitive series. And I do think they stand a chance just because at that point there they've got nothing to lose. This was you know in a sense going into this playoffs, Edmonton had kind of lost their luster, and they weren't at least I didn't think they were going to do very good. This is pretty impressive right now. So yeah, if they can get past Calgary, I think you need to be worried about Edmonton. So it's a good call. Um, just for the heck of it, I don't you know these teams very well, but between Carolina and New York Rangers, who are you pulling for? New York Rangers. New York Rangers. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. Of course. Yeah, of course, because it's New York. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so between New York and Tampa, who wins? Tampa. Tampa would win. Tampa. Yeah. So imagine Tampa versus Edmonton in the Stanley Cup Finals. Oh well. Yeah. So who Sorry. wins that one? I think I think it might be Tampa. Oh, okay. So all right, that's Tampa. actually, and you know what, Lennon, your projection, Tampa winning it all may not be wrong. 
Uh, a lot, I think a lot of people are starting to feel that Tampa is really the one to, yeah. to go all the way. So that's an interesting call. So you might not be wrong about that. I was, I was going to say something about Calgary, too. Okay. I was going to say, like, Calgary is a good team. Yes. They just, like, they got to pick it up a little bit. They got to. Well, that's very, actually, that's an astute observation on your part. Because uh, Calgary, their top three, their biggest players, Goudreau, Kachuk, and Lino, have done nothing. Whereas the top three for Edmonton, well, really, it's the top two, but. I'm going to say the top three in McDavid, Drysaddle, and I'm actually going to say Smith, their goalie, because he has been lights out, has played very well. And I think those are that's the top three for Edmonton. If those three are clicking, then Edmonton is a very dangerous team. The thing is, yes. is that you're always going to have McDavid and Drysaddle clicking. Yep. It's yep. whether or not Smith is going to be clicking. And if he is, look at it. Yeah. So you're right, bud. Calgary needs to pick it up. They need their big guys to step it up and play better. Otherwise, it's too skinny for them. It's not really. It's not going to go good for them. No, it's not. If if like if they're going against a team like like a, a team like Tampa, that's yeah. not the that's not good. They're no. gonna they're gonna lose. They're gonna be out pretty fast. On the first period, I think that they're that like Tampa's gonna get like two points, and then the next period, four points. Like oh jeez. Like oh seriously. wow. All right. So the, the Calgary better hope. They get it together if they yeah. have any chance of doing anything because it sounds like if they're getting further in the playoffs and face Tampa, there's just no hope. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. They can't do it. All right. Well, I think that about wraps up for this week's show. It's a much shorter episode than we're used to. Normally, it's two hours. I'm looking right now. It looks like about a half an hour, a little over half an hour. But uh, well, I had, did you I have had, fun? I had one last thing. Oh, you had one? Oh, okay. Go ahead. So I really wanted to do this again. I want to be on the show like... Oh yeah. More than one time. This seem this is very fun. Okay, cool. I like this. I like like learning about hockey, watching the highlights. That was pretty cool. Okay, cool. And uh Well, yeah, you know what? Then really... we can uh, anytime I need somebody to sub in for for Mike or even myself, I'll I'll ask you and and we can do something else or we can just have you back on the show with Mike as well and, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah. How's that? That sounds good. All right. Sounds well, good. there you go, folks. Uh, I think we're going to have uh, Mr. Lennon our uh, official NHL prognosticator back on at some point and because uh, he seems to like it. He's going to learn a little bit more about hockey, a little bit more about uh, the players and, and making projections and stuff like that. And who knows, maybe we've got ourselves a, a Rain Man on our hands here and he's going to just get everything right. So, yeah. Well, thanks for Lennon. Thanks for coming out. I really appreciate yeah. it. Filling in the slot for our lazy friend, Mike. No, he's not. No. 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 He's got no powers. Exactly. Um, but anyway, so it was a lot of fun, though. I appreciate it. And I hope everybody out there really liked it. And uh, we'll see you uh, next time. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thanks to everyone out there for listening. If you're interested in reaching out to us, you can email us at twoguysaleague and some guests at gmail.com. You can find our latest episodes at anchor.fm slash Or you can follow us on Twitter where you can find all of our info. Our handle is at Tugalag. That's the number two, followed by G-A-L-A-G. Don't forget to like, follow, and share. Thanks for listening, and until next time.